Union Budget 2021. First, do no harm. In the lead-up to Budget 2021, Finance Minister Nirmala Sitharaman had raised expectations that she would unveil a bold reformist budget. However, markets had largely discounted this possibility, and investors were in fact apprehensive about nasty surprises pushed through under the garb of COVID-related compulsions. The stock market corrected by more than 9% in the week prior. As it transpired, the FM managed to walk the middle path on most parameters. On the expenditure side, the FY21 fiscal deficit is projected at 9.5% of GDP. More importantly, next year's 6.8% estimate is large enough to lend support to the economic recovery without completely derailing government finances. It is projected to gradually come back to 4.5% by FY26. In absolute terms, government expenditure is slated to increase by less than 1% in FY22. This is based on a 3% decline in revenue expenditure, but a whopping 26% rise in CapEx to 5.5 trillion rupees. Some expenditure side highlights include 2 trillion rupees over five years for the PLI or production-linked incentive scheme, 200 billion rupees to establish a DFI or development finance institution, 1.1 trillion rupees of CapEx for roads, including for four new economic corridors in Tamil Nadu, West Bengal, Kerala, and Assam, a similar amount for capital investments by the real ministry. 3 trillion rupees over five years for reform-linked investments in power distribution infrastructure and systems. The food subsidy bill, which has jumped to 4.2 trillion rupees this year from a budgeted 1.1 trillion, will be scaled back to a still high 2.4 trillion rupees. Fertilizer subsidies will fall back to trend levels, but petroleum subsidies will drop to a third of FY21 levels. And spending will barely grow from 3.43 to 3.47 trillion rupees. Most spending will continue to go into salaries and pensions. Spending on the MGNREGA Rural Employment Scheme, which jumped to 1.1 trillion in FY21, will shrink to 730 billion. Allocations to the Jaljeevan or Rural Drinking Water Scheme will jump nearly fivefold to 500 billion rupees. On the revenue side, worries about a possible COVID cess proved to be unfounded and the FM made no changes to direct tax rates. At a time when the government is training to raise revenue, this is praiseworthy for the taxpayer certainty it brings. The assumptions underpinning the revenue numbers, a 16.7% rise in gross tax revenue and $1.75 trillion in disinvestment receipts, are plausible but may not be easy to achieve. Other important are measures designed to improve tax transparency. These include reducing the time limits for reopening income tax assessments from six years to three. Cases up to 10 years old can only be reopened if the suspected undisclosed income exceeds 5 million rupees. Setting up a dispute resolution committee for small taxpayers. Creating a faceless income tax appellate tribunal. Doubling the limit for tax audit exemption to 100 million rupees for entities that conduct more than 95% of transactions digitally. Clarifying that transactions taxable under income tax will not be liable for the equalization levy. A handful of reforms and SOPs. Signaling a commitment to getting the government out of business, the FM, for perhaps the first time in a budget speech, used the term privatization of PSUs. The FDI cap in insurance will go up from 49% to 74%. Infrastructure debt funds will be able to issue zero-coupon bonds. Dividends paid to REITs and IT's will be exempted from TDS. Further, deduction of tax on income of FBIs in such entities will be made at the treaty rate. Tax-neutral treatment of urban cooperative banks that choose to convert into small finance banks. 
The eligibility period for claiming tax holidays for startups has been extended by a year to end March 2022. Additional tax relaxations for sovereign wealth funds and pension fund investments, as well as for investments in the IFSC, International Financial Service Center, in Gift City. Some quibbles on trade policy. Budget 2021 continued with its push, arguably bordering on protectionism, to the Atma Nirbhar Bharat or Self-Reliant India program. Customs duties have been hiked on a range of agricultural products, including cotton, chemicals, plastics, leather, gems and jewelry, capital goods, auto parts, metal products, and electronic components. At the same time, inverted duty structures have been corrected in some areas, including with naphtha, some textile inputs, certain metals, aviation parts, precious metals, and animal feed. Overall, it does no harm. The budget incorporated some promising steps forward, but no big bang reforms. Most importantly, there were no abrupt or retrograde steps, and markets were left pleasantly surprised. Some steps to clean up off-balance sheet liabilities are commendable, as are the measures aimed at promoting investment. On balance, the sense of policy continuity and predictability at a time of overall uncertainty is certainly welcome.